If you were born between 1969 and 1984, you are a part of the 65 million Gen Xers. And you've just found your new family. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Gen X perspectives on rapidly changing technology, history, media, politics, how they come together and influence every aspect of daily life. The world we were raised in has ceased to exist, but we haven't. Let's do it. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Now your hosts, Mark and Mike. Yo, 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 it's the Carolina Underground, not suffering bullshitter idiots today. <laughs> Good evening, sir. How are you? Whoo, I'm going to tell you, I made the mistake this morning of getting out of bed. Well, I yeah, we all have those days from time to time, and I'm just sitting here thinking I'm, I'm really glad we don't record some of the conversations that we have <laughs> offline. <laughs> well, I went to the office Especially this morning. Especially after a day like today. Amen to <laughs> that. Ahead, I went to the office this morning. Well, yesterday, it, start, it started all started yesterday morning. It all started once upon a time. And a not-so-distant galaxy far, far away. This one was rather really close. I have an employee that totally does not understand the laws of thermodynamics. Now, I am not a scientific person, Mm -hmm. but I ain't stupid. Mm -hmm. We had finished one pot of coffee. Mm -hmm. Now, we are subject to drink three or four pots of coffee a day. Sometimes I'll drink a pot and a half by myself. And it is critical that I have at least four cups of coffee or the coroner has to come to my office to pick up dead bodies. (laughs) I can understand that feeling. So, uh, one of my colleagues who does work for me um, decided he was going to go make us another pot of coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, we've been making coffee with this coffee maker for three years. Mm-hmm. This idiot, it's, the thing ain't even cut off, so the thing is still hot. Mm-hmm. Sticks it under the water cooler and runs ice oh, cold water in it. my God. Now, it didn't just flat out bust. Mm. He puts it on the coffee thing and turns it on to start brewing, and then coffee goes everywhere because the bottom fell out of it. Yep. Well, mm. and then I hadn't had my four cups yet. Mm-hmm. So he was number one on the list to lose his life. Mm-hmm. But he redeemed himself by going to the local coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And at, I he did not want to, but he got mm-hmm. voluntold. Because I have a new policy. It's mm-hmm. either you're going to do what I want you to do, you're going to be voluntold, or you're going to be voluntold sent home. Mm-hmm. And so, and you know, that's kind of harsh, but if I don't have caffeine, it's going to be a bad day for everybody. I can understand. And unfortunately, I'm fat, I'm old, and there are perks to sitting in the chair that I sit in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I got you. And I have decided that if the company that you work for as more than 30 or 40 people, mm-hmm. they're a bunch of dumbasses too. <laughs> I 
I have never in my life seen people that create busy work to do something that has no bearing on anything and are so useless and so stupid in my life. Hmm. I'm going to have to refrain from comment on that. I, you know, I, Let I, me give I, you an example. <laughs> Let me give you an Wait example. Here, please. Mm-hmm. Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. Volkswagen. You know, they just got done to lying about everybody about their diesel cars and their emissions right, and right, all this right. stuff. Well, you know they, you know they own. It's they're like the GM of Germany. They own like up to gazillion, like Audi, Porsche, yeah, Lamborghini, Absolutely. yeah. Or as they're <laughs> supposed to be called, it is not pronounced Lamborghini, is Lamagini. Oh, I did not know that. But well, in in Southernese or Yamagini, if you're doing the Spanish pronunciation, you know, because the double L's mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But anyway, Volkswagen has decided that in order for it to win over the EV car market in the United States, mm-hmm. they are bringing out an electric SUV. And you, I guarantee you, when I tell you, you're going to recognize the name. Oh, dear. <laughs> Hit me. Well, now I'm going to say this. They hadn't been around in a long time, and you got to be old like us to remember it. All right. The vehicle they're bringing out is the International Scout. Oh, wow. Now, wait a minute. That was International Harvester, for goodness sake. Right. Well, they have bought the rights to Scout or whatever, so. Okay. Well, that is intriguing. Yeah, so that's that was an absolute be... beast of a car, and the oddest two, the, the, you get it in that odd-looking green color mm-hmm. or the odd-looking orange color, yep. and that was it. And yeah. uh, you know, if you're lucky, you can still find them, because them things were bulletproof and ran forever. Oh, my God, yeah. As a matter of fact, they're still yeah. running somewhere. That was Yeah, they basically just took a hammer and chisel and carved them out of solid steel. From that's exactly from. right. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, if I read it right, um. Um. I think it. They're going to be built. I think they're going to be built in your neck of the woods. Actually, I think they're going to be built in South Carolina. If I read the article right, I may be oh. wrong about that. But there was somebody that was talking about a site that they had picked near Columbia. Well, maybe it's close to the mental institution. You never know. That, and that, well, here I just here I just clicked <laughs> back on my bookmarks and it said South Carolina makers approved a one point three billion dollar. I guess, budgetary thing to help VW build the plant. Wow. Okay. So, you know, I may go EV. I've kind of held off till now, but I, only if we can get it in that green color. Well, now, and I mean, again, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I spend a lot of time looking at that sort of stuff. And the, the whole problem, one of the things in engineering that you have to do any time that you uh, are taking on a pro- well you're supposed to do any time that you're taking on a project is a materials balance mm-hmm. and that materials balance it, it it extends further than just what materials are required to Playing produce it Max so you uh, start out i mean again you do have the materials you know the the component materials that you start with and and the process of you know the, that cost and everything like that but you you have to take it from it well 
if you're wise, you take that complete life cycle from creation to destruction. And folks just don't do that anymore because if you look at solar panels, if you look at lithium-ion batteries and electric vehicles and all of that stuff, uh, windmills especially, mm-hmm. okay. That makes uh, me think of Holland. Well, there you go, but not the, not the pretty ones, the ones that uh, that like to kill eagles and look and are tremendous eyesores. But um, you know, the thing is with that, the the end of life, those materials aren't really recyclable. They just right. They're, they end up being buried. worse for the environment in the long run than the exactly. fossil fuels. Exactly. And then, of course, you've got the that that component of it but then you have the, the electricity that's charging them oh yeah at the charging stations run on the, the generators running diesel fuel to run the chargers and then of course in most places the electricity is done by coal or something of that nature mm-hmm. to actually produce the electricity to start with well yeah and again and that's so but you know along those lines again you, you have technologies like the aluminum ion battery are squashed because you know now the aluminum ion batteries uh from what they're seeing so far they 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 charge faster they mm-hmm. have greater power density per, you know for per weight than the uh, than the uh, lithium ion batteries they don't produce hydrogen gas or hydrogen sulfide gas uh or when they're being charged or discharged so they don't have a tendency to blow up like lithium-ion batteries mm-hmm. do. But you know, and and you know, and and they also, you know, how lithium-ion batteries they go bad after a certain number of of charge and discharge right, right. cycles because they basically grow little tendrils out until it finally connects between the the two plates. And when you get enough of those connections between the two plates, it shorts out the battery, and so right. it can't be charged anymore. Just well, like most iPhones, right? Exactly. the The aluminum ion batteries are not susceptible to that particular form of degradation. However, China has a huge interest in the lithium ion batteries because that's where most of lithium mining is done. Mm-hmm. Now, I was talking to a gentleman today about the uh, aluminum ion batteries, and he did point out to me that um, the production of aluminum from uh, um, oh it just slipped my mind it starts with a B uh, re- regardless at any rate the, it require is is the it's either the second or third largest consumer of electricity in the world now I haven't really now researched wait a minute that that's got to be my wife <laughs> now she might be number one. You never know. But, I hey, think sto- I think storage of TikTok videos is number one. But that's in Norway. <laughs> they can't make so arms because they're storing TikTok videos. Right, right, right. I I read that article, and yeah. I was sure to point it out to a mutual friend who happens to be one of them Weegians. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> How did he take that? I'm curious. Well, and you're a big fan of the Tickle Talks. Oh, I like... Well, it's not that I'm not a fan of the TikTok. I just... uh, Well, I am a fan of TikTok. I don't really make them. But Mm -hmm. 
when you got Sergeant Ermy t- yelling, show me your war face, and you got that little <laughs> chihuahua howling his heart out, dude, there ain't nothing better than that. That's just funny. That's true. And that no matter true. what, no matter who, what, that's just funny. <laughs> that's funny right there. That, that sure right, there you are. And bless them little pygmies in New Guinea. You know, it's like when the missionaries went to eat with them cannibals and the cannibals got it. The cannibals felt real sorry for them. Well. And they promised they wouldn't do it again. (laughs) I don't know how far I'd trust that promise. Well, you know, they're just a bunch of, you know, it's just stupid stuff. It's like Apple did this TV, this, you know, their whatever that is, their Apple Con, Apple circle jerk whatever they call it you know everybody has a thing now where they announce all this crap right and i'm sitting here thinking and watching i didn't write that's a lie i didn't watch it because you know what i really don't care truthfully i mean i use apple products i we're recording this on an apple product and i didn't used to think i'd ever say that but you know what times change sure and uh, but anyway, they started talking about all the new stuff they had coming out, and they had this shiny little new foldable computer that's 15 inches, and there ain't nothing special about that. They've been 15 inches for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then they get to these 3D goggles, mm-hmm. and they're going to bring out these 3D goggles. Okay. Now, mind you, there are already 3D things out there, right? Yeah, like the Oculus. Oculus and you know, some others and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they tell the price. All right. $3,500 for Apple 3D goggles. Well, you know what? I don't want to pour water on their parade. Mm-hmm. I got two of two 3D goggles given to me by God, and everything's in 3D for free. Yeah. <laughs> That is an excellent point, sir. I will have to give you that. Now, I really thought I would, you know, if you would have told me when we first started getting cell phones and they was in them black bags and the Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell phones, you know, them big ones like that. Mm -hmm. If you would have told me at that point in time, as you get older, you're going to be stupid and you're going to pay $1,500 for a little square cell phone. And you're not going to be able to go through your day without it. I would have told you you was crazy. Oh, no, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I understand. But now, as I glance around my desk here at the replica Batcave, the only cool thing I have is my Batman statues and my Batsuit that I wear and my role-playing when I ain't going to Tickle Talks or, you know, we're having... Because, you know, sometimes you got to spice up your love life. My wife likes to pretend she's Harley Quinn sometimes. But I've spent way too much money on (laughs) Apple products and computer product this and this and that. And it's just, I'm sitting here thinking, I must be stupid or something. Well, we are very susceptible to marketing, I think, is part of the, that's one of the kinder things I think that we can say about it. And, um, and still be reasonably accurate. You know, we spend so much time being marketed to every single moment of every single day. I mean, again, I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. I said, if you just sit down and take a piece of paper and put a check mark on it, 
or a little little hash mark on it every time that you see a commercial about food, especially when it's getting close to bedtime. Well, it's not even necessarily the commercial. It's the product placement in whatever you're watching as well. Yep, that too. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's that is, that's always been the case, to be honest. I, I remember I was, well, I don't know, you probably don't remember this, but Back in uh, in 1970, this uh, show called UFO aired. It was a British show, and we may have talked about that before. We have. We talked about it. All that time. was bef- we did actually. We did that was before right. I got because you know I didn't use, I didn't get into sci-fi till later on. Right. Well, yeah. Again, that was you know prior to prior to Star Wars. You, if you were into sci-fi, you were weird. Okay, but Star Wars because it was a blockbuster movie at it and and people you know went through and it was kind of a competition to see how many different how many times you could see that same movie well you know uh, it's that's what, really what speaking of star wars you know it was kind of interesting i read a little blurb the other day that went i think around the same time that star wars was being filmed uh-huh. steven spielberg was filming close encounters of the third kind Right. Yep. And George Lucas was all beside himself because he was just certain that Spielberg's movie was light years ahead of his, and his wasn't going to make any money, and the popular one was going to be Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Well, and and based on okay, so again, at the time during that time frame, you had they they, they most of any science fiction was really vapid and it was not it was much more fiction than science okay now you did have a couple of classics like forbidden planet but most of them and more from more well that was a little bit later just nanu, nanu. later but you know most of them were they were made for about the price of a box lunch and they really didn't have much science and they were completely and totally scientifically inaccurate and, you know, I mean, you were looking at things like Lost in Space. Now, you mm-hmm. did have Star Trek, uh, Gene Roddenberry's Star Trek, which, of course, was anomalous for the time because it actually took on social issues as well as uh, really having a pretty solid, I mean, despite the fact that they made such things up as dilithium crystals and things right, like that right, nature, right. they did try to maintain some kind of reasonable uh, bound you know scientific boundaries and not talk to children that's one of the things that I get irritated with a lot of the Disney movies and whatnot about is you know children really don't need to be talked to like they're morons okay and I mean it's okay to put things in terms that there are terms for children but you you know you you don't you don't change your own narrative in the middle of a sentence and stuff like that because they will notice you kind of got to stick to your to your canon as it were mm-hmm. uh, because kids will pick up on that as quick as adults well and you know but, the you know i think we had mentioned before one of the things that was great about george lucas was as long as you didn't encroach on his story canon. yeah no, he would allow you to use the universe and build the canon out. And so right. one of the things that happened when Disney spent 4.9 billion pieces of cheese hmm. from the mouse bank to get it, 
all that stuff that he had allowed, they just said, hey, it doesn't work anymore. You can't do it. And, of course, now you try to do something with Star Wars now, they're going to sue you till you're underneath the jail. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Now, I know we don't normally do this, but I'm going to bring it up. You know, you know, I'm under doctor's orders. My blood pressure's high. I got the triglycerides. I'm fat. I'm old. My new TV hadn't come from where I busted the last one. But evidently, they have indicted former President Trump. Yeah, they have. We don't. I don't normally talk politics. Well, we kind of gave it. We try not to because it's a bunch of crap. Well, the problem is there's just so damn much stuff going on that's so far beyond belief that it's 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 kind of hard to avoid talking about it. Mm. But at the same time, I much if it was up to me, if I had my druthers, I'd rather not talk about it. But well, it's hard not to. It is, and, it, and and this this you know this is an interesting scenario because this I would dare say has is a fresh set of ground that has never been trod. Right. Um, I, and, you know, originally I thought they said, somebody said it was going to be seven counts, but it turns out it's 37 counts. Yep. But, you know, usually, you know, I am not a constitutional expert, nor am I a constitutional lawyer. Let me just put that right out there right now. And I'm willing to bet you didn't sleep in a Holiday Inn Express last night either. Not last night. Yep. But um, I and I don't shop, I don't stay at Holiday Inn Express either way. I prefer Hilton or Weston. Um, but preferably Weston or Ritz, Carlton. My favorite one's the one on Amelia Island in Florida. They have a great breakfast. You really ought to try it. It's really good. But uh, you know that's where I graduated from high school, mate. Oh, I know, but uh, but it's nice. <laughs> well, not the, not the Ritz-Carlton. It wasn't there when I grew up. Go ahead. But, uh, you know, normally when it comes to stuff like this that I take the opinions of others, and there is one voice that mm-hmm. I usually listen to more because, and he is not a conservative by any means. And uh, he pretty much says that if you're going to indict a president, the case has to at least be as strong as the case against Richard Nixon. To where it has to be so overwhelming that even his party says it's going to be better if you resign or don't do this. And you have to have both sides of the aisle on board. Right. Well, that would be that would be nice. We have right. not seen that. We have not seen that in years. But go ahead. I don't want to steal your thunder. No, it's not really any thunder. It's just that uh, this the gentleman is a Harvard professor. His name's Alan Dershowitz. Everybody can agree that he is a very smart man and very esteemed in the realms of constitutional law. Correct. Yep. He is also taking an awful lot of flack, however, for not or for refraining from 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 Trump bashing. But go ahead. Well, I mean, it doesn't do any good. I mean, the one thing that you can say about Alan Dershowitz, whether you like his politics or you don't, the one thing that he is passionate about 
and has no problem defending is the law and the Constitution. Right. And he is right. And he is an expert on both. Yes. And he's just pretty much said that it's an extraordinarily dangerous indictment. It's potentially dangerous to the rule of law, dangerous to the neutral application of criminal justice, and dangerous to establishing a precedent that each side will weaponize the criminal justice system against political opponents. That's not America. And he goes on. He says, look, I voted myself against Trump twice. I have a constitutional right to vote against him a third time on the merits, and that right shouldn't be taken away from me by politicians, by attorney gen- attorneys general, by judges, by jurors. Mm-hmm. And that's when he goes on It says, it has to be at least as strong as the case against Richard Nixon. I haven't seen any suggestions that Republicans agree with this indictment. If this becomes a politically divided prosecution where the Republicans are on one side, the Democrats are on the other, it moves the election out of the polling booth to the courthouse, and that's not where elections ought to be held. Well, and that's absolutely correct, and um, that's what's been going on since 2020, Mm -hmm. honestly. Um, Actually, it's been going on before then. It's been going on since 2016. Yep, so now wait a minute. Has. Now let let's go. go let's I'm go a little bit further. We're, I'm done with Alan Dershowitz. Great guy. Mm-hmm. I actually I would like to sit down and probably have coffee with Mr. Dershowitz and talk a few things. I think I he's one of the. Agree. He doesn't seem like the normal that you see the raw raw way out in left field thing. He actually seems like he has some sense. Right. Uh, but let's talk about. Uh, while I understand that it is very important on how classified documents are held and kept up and all of this, but let's see, you didn't seem to have a problem with Hillary Clinton right. putting them on yeah. a server in her ba- an unclassified, unsecured server in her bathroom, and then it right. ended up all getting downloaded to Anthony Weiner's laptop beside pictures of his Weiner. Right. And then you also find documents in Mike Pence's house. You find right. more documents in Joe Biden's house. Right. It kind of seems, because, you know, that document got shown to the Congressional Oversight Committee today. Or right. yesterday. Today, I think it was today. So it kind of yeah. more seems like you're trying to do something to say, hey, look over here. Don't pay attention to the crook that's actually in the White House. Right. And accepted $5 million. Because, you know, they keep trying to downplay this. And, you know, it's kind of odd when the source, which they have not named, which evidently is in-depth, undercover, whatever, Hmm. but has been multiple times tested out by the powers that be and has found to probably be one of the most credible people right. that they have ever used right yeah so now you're telling me that him keeping and i guarantee you they they make it sound like trump had this nefarious thing that he's going to give the nuclear codes to china and russia and they're going to know where all the nuclear submarines are and da, 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 da. i'm gonna be honest with you trump is smart 
but in the grand scheme of things, he ain't that smart. And no, I don't think he, he... What would he gain? Nothing. Is the other thing. But again, the point of the matter is, I, and I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he didn't have a nefarious scheme because I don't know. Okay. But, and, 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 and quite, quite frankly, I don't care. But to Alan Dershowitz's point, you got to be fair. This is the problem because what we've done is we've devolved. You know, if, if, if we don't, now in, in 2016, you had Comey who was, you know, who had all the evidence about Hillary Clinton and what she was doing. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, the whole world had it because it was out on, um, it was on um, Julian Assange. Um, WikiLeaks. Uh, WikiLeaks. Um, you know, so we all had that information mm-hmm. and yet he went through and said, you know what? There's nothing to see here. No self-respecting prosecutor would take the case. Now, if you, if no self-respecting prosecutor would take the case when all of the, in, you know, the, the, in, you know, damning information was out there on WikiLeaks for mm-hmm. goodness sake for the entire world to read then you know this is this stuff it's it's just like the russia collusion thing it's just like the uh ukrainian phone call thing mm-hmm. um you know the durham report has come out and we've got more actual verifiable information about the 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 about the biden family and hunter biden and 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 Burisma and all of that stuff mm-hmm. than we do about anything that Trump did. Now, once again, I am not saying that Trump is innocent. Now, well, and and by all and by all means, he actually is. We, in the United States, one is innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. So, I'm not saying he. Let me rephrase what I said. So, currently, he is innocent, regardless by United States law procedures. But I'm not saying that he didn't do something wrong or mm-hmm. that he did, didn't have any nefarious schemes. I do not think the man is an angel. Uh, I, you know, He's a human being just like everybody else. But the fact of the matter is the crimes that he is accused of and being indicted for, if you don't get Pelosi, Clinton, McConnell, Schumer, Nadler, Schiff, struck uh brennan all comey if all of these people are not hauled in in handcuffs for what they've done you really you you know then 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 there cannot be any argument that the that the entire federal government has become weaponized against the people in power and we have officially become a, a third world a banana republic nation and therein is the problem okay it's mm-hmm. one of those things if 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 trump is guilty let's you know then by all means the information should be put out there and the man should be arrested indicted and tried rapidly one of the things we have in the United States is the right to a fair and speedy trial. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but this is this absolutely from top to bottom, stem to stern, to my eye, smacks of partisanship 
and corruption at the highest level. Oh, and I agree. I'll, it, I'll get off of I will even time. say that it even smacks of election interference. Oh, it absolutely it is. So, yes. but th- th- I want to go back to the first crackhead. Um, first crackhead, I. Huh? Yeah, he. Well, you know, he's he's the son of the president. Yep. No, nope, I'm with you. I, I follow you completely. I, so I, this I guy, agree. more than likely. Mm-hmm. I was just reading over part of his resume, so to speak. And he went to Georgetown University and got a Bachelor's of Arts degree. And then got a law degree from Yale. You know, he probably only got into Yale because of his daddy. Uh, he was Well, the- that's kind of the primary thing if you are if you are if you are a white person then you have to have the right party if you know then you have to have the right party affiliations to be accepted into an ivy league school is from mm-hmm. my understanding well or and, an and, Asian. right but go ahead. And I, well and i mean you look at what this guy has done and what he the man really ain't the only job he's ever had is because of the influence of his father well the only job his father's ever had is being a politician which is like which is, means he lies. Well, no, no, I, well, and, no, I'm going to give you an example. And if you, my dear friends and listeners, if you don't take anything away from this, let me describe to you in Southern terms what a politician is. If you have a puppy dog, hold up their tail and look, and you see their buttholes right there. A politician is a tick hanging off the butthole of a dog. That's all a politician is. Well, now I also like the uh, I also like the analogy of the pole turtle with that. So you know the old uh, farmer or uh, the you know salesman comes by and was or he was the census taker was talking to the farmer and talking asking him what his opinion about politicians was and he says well I think they're all pole turtles and he said what in the world is a pole turtle? Well, mm-hmm. oh, every now and again when you're on the back forty. And you're checking, you know, make sure that the that that your uh, livestock hadn't broken through the fence anywhere. You will come across a turtle sitting on top of a pole. Now you know two things about that turtle. Number one is they got no business being where at the top like they are. And the second thing is you know they didn't get there by themselves. And that uh, is the definition of a pole turtle. So well, that's true. Yeah, but I mean, we look at this guy. The guy is—I mean, he's from my generation. I mean, he is a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. He is a—you're talking about Hunter, now. Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. Yep, first crackhead. Huh? First crackhead number one. Yep. He then at the now, now you know I I'm not a military person, but he didn't join the Navy until he was 43. Mm-hmm. And what kind of bullshit is that? Yep. Well, you're not going to go through boot camp at 43. Well, of course he can't go through a boot camp. He's a crackhead. Well, that's true. And I'm going to be honest with you. They were paying that man a million dollars a year to sit on some fake board of some gas company in Ukraine. And you telling me that his qualifications to that point made him qualified to do that? I really have a problem reading that George W. Bush 
actually appointed him to the board of Amtrak. Hunter Biden is kind of like his daddy. If you put them in charge of the Sahara Desert, the dumbasses would run out of sand. Yep, I tend to believe that. But, you know, again, the, the problem, and I don't want to sit here and point fingers at anybody. Again, that's why I'm not, you know, I I don't personally believe. I, I was talking to a fellow about this just today. We were talking about, you know, the Peter Principle. And the Peter Principle of course, states that people are promoted to their level of incompetence. Now, the actual—that's a very short. Is that called? Is that is that what mean they mean by felling up? Exactly. Now, what again? The 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 principle itself is is far kinder to people in power than that particular quote would indicate, and the intent of it is, at some point in time. They were very talented at something that they did, and they just kept failing upward from there. Mm-hmm. So you get to the point where they're in a position of power, just due to largely due to dumb luck and mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I really don't think that we can validate that anymore. It really we seems can't. to me to be a whole lot more cases of just flat out nepotism and cronyism mm-hmm. anymore to, to, to take that term from uh, oh brother where art thou well I'm going to go yeah, out on a limb about else. first crackhead no rock on rock on my friend I have I a great a- love for Dan Pena okay he's kind of like General Patton the dirtier right. he believes the dirtier you give it to him the more they'll remember it well, there is truth to that. I, being and, prior military, I, I will agree. And Go I ahead. will say this. Mm-hmm. It probably would have been better for the world if he would have just run down his mama's legs and we had just been done with it. No. I, I, well, you know, and in all honesty, I, it does sadden me to see anybody whose life has been affected by you know drug addiction. You know, and obviously his hats, and he's not the only one, especially at that level. So, you know, and I hate to think ill, I hate to think ill of anybody, you know, and I try really hard not to. So it takes a fair amount of shenanigans to get me to wow. the point where I am going to, where I will consider somebody to. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Person and, him and, and his daddy. Him and his daddy are polecats and rapscallions, and they should be tarred and feathered. I don't, I do not disagree with that in any way, shape, form, or fashion. For the overwhelming majority of the people in Washington, it's 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 absurd that we've got the people that we have selling out the country the way that they do for their own personal gain. I saw something today that put a lot of this in perspective, and I think it was a, a you know, so let's say you go to work for a solid week at, you know, let's say six, seven bucks an hour, and you mm-hmm. come home with $100. Yep. All right. Now, out of that $100, you have already paid seven well, yeah, about seven percent. You've you've paid seven percent federal tax, and then you've got FICA and all of in Social Security and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So you wind up losing about yeah twelve to fourteen percent out of that hundred dollars to begin with. So you've lost twelve to fourteen dollars. Now then you go to the gas station and pay 
the remainder to fill your tank up so that you can go to work the next week. Well, out of that, uh, you know, so you've spent all $100 mm-hmm. of your paycheck yep. at this point. Now, of the remaining 67 whatever dollars that you just spent on gas, 48% of that is federal taxes. So when people look at the tax rate and think, well, I'm only being taxed this, well, you've got sales tax. If you own a home, you've got pro- or, or, or a vehicle, you've got property tax. And, oh, are, and then you have inheritance yeah. tax. Inheritance tax, exactly. And all, all this other stuff. You know what? My blood pressure is getting up. Well, and I'm sorry. I don't need to get your blood pressure up. But the point of the matter being, it is, in my opinion, high time that we did that, that we, the people stop putting up with the nonsense from our government, our government, our government. We are the people we should, you know, we, the government is there, is supposed to be there to serve us. We're not, we're not serfs. We don't live in a monarchy we don't live in a uh you know in in, in any kind of well we're not supposed to be in any kind of tyrannical situation but the problem is they can maintain power these 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 people manage to maintain power through one piece of methodology and that is keeping us fighting each other Mm -hmm. Over stuff that is just absurd. Well, you know, supposedly slavery ended in the United States in 1865. Right. But I would argue that through taxation and illegal usurpation of power, we all have been made slaves to the ruling class in Washington, D.C. that is first and foremost controlled by the military-industrial complex. And I'm not even sure that the military-industrial complex is in control. I, I think it's even higher than that. But you know, there's there's there. Well, and we've talked about that before. One of those things that every every uh, leader that has uh, attempted to do anything about uh, the banking industry has been assassinated mm-hmm. or has had an assassination attempt made upon them and has backed off from the uh from the uh, oh, what is the word um, reforms that they planned to do as mm-hmm. a result and again you know the good book tells us that the that the love of money is the root of all, all evil. evil and you so, know i'm i'm continuing on first crackhead here Nope, go ahead. I'm sorry to derail you my friend. <laughs> well no Rock you're fine. On. And no i'm looking at his early career. You know he attended Yale Law School, mm-hmm. and that's great. Well, you know, lo and behold, his first job was at MBNA. Mm. MBNA was a credit card company, if you remember. Remember, they sponsored NASCAR. Yep. They used to have uh, NFL football credit cards, because I used to have the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Well, lo and behold, who does NBA, M, MBNA... Who did they, their employees, donate the most to in any election? Well, oh, it's Joe Biden. Right. So the boy ain't never got a job on his own merits. 
And then you look at these damn fingerprinting he sells. It's been bought up for millions of dollars by the Chinese and all these overseas people. I'm going to tell you one thing. My dog could have ballistic diarrhea and make a better painting than that crackhead. Well, I, I, I don't doubt that. I do not doubt that. Well, and again, that was uh, one of the things that, uh, what was that uh, CEO with a, a pharmaceutical company that supposedly had that uh, blood test that um, she was selling that was supposed to take a small amount of blood and give you all kind of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot and what the name of that was. Has, it started with TH, and I can't remember it, but they, uh, they, uh, um, they, they just recently put her in jail. And a buddy of mine, you know, also said, well, now why on earth is she in jail in the first place? What did she do? Well, she misrepresented her product mm -hmm. to the shareholders and stuff like that. Well, a lot of folks do that. I mean, look at what the vast majority of our uh, politicians and our government officials do all the time. They misrepresent everything. Yep. They're constantly lying to us. And the news anchors at the mainstream media constantly lied to us. So why on earth did this woman go to jail for lying to us? Well, the, the answer is she lied to the wrong people, obviously. Same thing with like Bernie Madoff and stuff like that. Mm. Now, am I saying what they did was, was the right thing to do? No, not at all. But it, but we, we, the point being the hypocrisy is what I can't handle. That's what sets my teeth on edge. I can't deal with the hypocrisy because if, you know, it, it, I'm not, I'm not okay with rules for thee and not for me. I'm okay with an uneven playing field to a degree, but when you change the rules because of who your buddy is or who your mama is or who your daddy is, mm -hmm. that's where, that's where I have to draw the line. Okay. So, Again, if we're going to indict, if we're going to, if we're going to prosecute Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of these, of these United States, if we are going to prosecute him for the crimes that he has been indicted for, then buckle up buttercup. That's right. We got to get all well, of these. If, if they're going to five people left in Washington, if they're going to indict Texas. Trump and put him on trial, then I would expect forthcoming indictments for Joe Biden and his documents that were found around his Corvette that had been there since he was vice president Yep. and everything else. So you can't have your cake and eat it too, boys. Or if what y'all keep saying about you thought January 6th was an insurrection, you piss off the wrong people at this. You got 85 million people, half the freaking voting people of this country that or to, or I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think more people are so fed up with this stuff that they, they're they just beyond caring for this. You have the small minorities of the EIEIO community, the alphabet soup people, and the ultra queer in alphabet here and, and all this bullshit. And other than that, if you're a normal person, you're just trying to get through day-to-day -day life. And you can't well, do it because every time you get a step ahead, the government decides they think they know better and they think that they're supposed to do anything 
or do everything and know everything. Well, you know what? The government has never put its hand in anything and been successful at managing anything. That's true. They Well, no, they are successful at laundering money. They are a wonderful, they are really, really good at taking money out of your pocket and my pocket and everybody else's pocket and putting it in their own. Right. They're really good at that. There is no doubt. No and doubt they're really that. good at getting their children's bank accounts deposited right. with $3.8 million from the CEFC China Energy when it has right. ties to the Chinese Communist Party. So you're so telling me. No, wait, go ahead. I, it, it just, I, you know, I see this and I see these other kids that, and, you know, I, I'm not being, you know, I have been fairly successful in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I have, I, I work from the time I was six years old mm-hmm. and worked. And it really irks me, particularly like when Barack Obama comes out and said, oh, well, you didn't do this on your own. Well, I guess in the circles that you run in, they don't. Because we look at Crackhead 1, and we look at all the other sons and daughters of all these politicians, even down to the Bushes. Mm -hmm. The only reason they got their jobs and they got into the schools they got into were because of their families. Period. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. End of story. Mm -hmm. And it's just, if they had to go out and work a real job... And, and make actually produce. and actually produce and actually live off of what their work brought in, mm-hmm. they'd all starve to death. And you're probably a hundred percent correct, and I'm not going to argue with it. But one of the things that I was sitting there thinking about, and I wanted to bring up, was I saw a clip of an interview with, uh, I believe it was the CEO of BlackRock, and he was sitting there talking about how. BlackRock is guiding behavior, and it, we're guiding behavior because you have to guide behavior to get the behavior that you want. Mm. Okay, now that sounds like thing. Pavlov ringing them damn bells to get dogs to yeah. slap her all over everywhere. Exactly, and I mean, first thing is, who in the world made that man? Who made him? important enough in this world to make the decision about what behavior he wants to force mm-hmm. because the thing of the matter is if you give some if it you know that that immediately smacks of well that's something that's good for you but it sure as shooting ain't good for anybody else right because if something is if something is good for somebody and you know and then they're they're gonna they're gonna bend heaven and earth to try to get it you know, again, it's like the thing of it, it goes back to the, the the number of illegal aliens that are coming across the border all the time. These people are breaking their necks to get in here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and because you know, none, none. I mean, the, the standard of living in the United States is is still, you know, on par, if not better, than the vast majority of the rest of the world. But the whole thing about, I mean, again, all this stuff about green energy is all about taking energy away from you and impoverishing you further, mm-hmm. okay? And, you know, and, and all of this, I'm going to direct your behavior is so that pedophiles and 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 people with mental health issues can dance around in front to, of children in assless right. chaps. Exactly. And this is the thing. I mean, they want to start calling pedophiles minor affected persons. 
No, you're a pedophile. It's just like transvestites don't have a dead gum thing to do with homosexuality because they cannot accept the reality of their of what they physically are. It doesn't matter what who you want to sleep with. It doesn't matter how if you want to wear makeup or wear a dress and you're a guy mm-hmm. or wear a business suit if you're a woman. None of that matters. Speaking of that, okay. there was an interesting poll I read today. All right, hit me. Uh, for the first time the number of people in America that believe there are only two genders went up. Really? Yep. On this poll, I think the sample was 5,400, almost 70% said there were two genders and two genders only. Uh, Strongly said there were two genders and two genders only. A little more said there were only two genders, but you know how it's like... Are you sure? Very sure? Kind of like that. They weren't in the very sure thing. The category of where there were multiple genders was le- was like fourteen percent of the sample. Well, see, it should. Well, and again, that's fourteen percent of the sample. And again, when I was in when I was in college, they taught us very clearly how to write surveys so that you got the question. Or that you got the answer you wanted based on the question. Somebody answered the question. Well, you know, you and know, we can yeah. sum this whole thing up very quickly. All right, let's. Do you it. remember back in the day <laughs> there was a movie called Kindergarten Cop? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And they was a little kid in that movie, mm-hmm. and his yep. his funny famous line was, "Boys right. have a penis." And girls have a vagina. And that, that ain't changed. Good. And that is the snout to the curly tail and everything in between. <laughs> We're going to go make sure that the first crackhead ain't bought up all the shit down here in the West End. <laughs> you have a good night, sir. We'll talk to you soon. We gone. <laughs> You've been listening to the Carolina Underground. Our passion is to talk about technology, history, media, politics, and how it's all changed over the years and affects our daily life as Gen Xers. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter at CarolinaUNDGRND. Hit the website at www.thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you've got questions or comments, send an email to info at thecarolinaunderground.com. Stay Gen X strong. See you next time on the Carolina Underground.